What's up, you guys? We are back. It's been a week, and we missed you guys. We missed you guys so much. And of course, I have my co-host with me, the flaxen, waxing, always stay cracking, cause he. We so aggressive, bro. First off, I know, oh, I know the listeners scared. First clap, oh, snap, smash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to wake them up. That, that, that how you wake them up. They they think they gonna like just come into this podcast like. Okay, guys, today's tech is yeah, all oh, chillers. Nah, my cup of tea and I got my my sweater on. I'm very comfortable. Oh, 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 we're going to be talking about various aspects and symptoms, traumas associated with being addicted to social media. Yes. Right? yes. First off, I just want to say, shout out Travis Scott, Astro Wells, shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Most you know what I'm saying? Thank you, bro. We, we eating right now. You know what I'm saying? But on to the serious news, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, would you like to introduce our co-host for today? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most of them just like sneaking in, you know what I'm saying? We be talking and then we can hear a fourth, third person. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, about that. <laughs> Let, let's introduce everybody who's here. Of course, this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Of course, this isn't a new team of people. All these people have been on an episode before, and so, um, who wants to introduce themselves first? Hey, it's me, Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea. <laughs> I'm just here chilling. I'm glad to be back. You know, it's always good to to be here with my YouTube fam. So, really excited to be here. Yep, yep, yep. It's Jay. I'll be acting. <laughs> and that's it. What about you? Hey, um, it's Lil E here. Um, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that's the greatest greeting uh, to give, just to have a good day. Like, this is how we start the episode. Have a good day, you guys. It's, it, that, that was the episode. We were just talking to you guys. So, you guys can have a I'm playing. <laughs> but like Andre said, today we're going to be talking about a very... Um, to most people, it doesn't seem like a serious topic, but it's a very serious topic. Social media, the pros and cons of what social media really is. Like, a lot of people, you know, they look at the pros like, man, social media is so dope because it created a world, a smaller world to where, like, it's easier to access uh, communication, meaning that if I wanted to talk to somebody in Russia, I can. If I wanted to talk to somebody in another state, I can because social media. I don't have to write niggas a letter. And I don't have to write nobody, uh, uh, I don't have to have any pen pals. I can just, you know, post my ideas or uh, send them PMs or DMs on Facebook or Instagram. But it goes even deeper than that. It, like, when you really start asking the questions and how it affects us and uh, our everyday life-to-life, uh, our everyday uh, day-to-day um, life, uh, it can be very toxic at times. So one of the first questions I wanted to ask you guys was, uh, why does social media play such a big part in our lives? And is that toxic or beneficial? I think it just depends on the situation, because as we all know, social media has its pros and cons, especially when you play up the factors of pride and greed. When that comes into play, it can really be toxic in certain situations because people will do very irrational and dumb things, either for the the pride of it or the greed, because they have this certain attention that they they get from a certain audience that 
I don't know, likes to watch that kind of dumb, dumb it's stuff. Yeah. It's um, But it's also, I mean, you have to give and take because it is beneficial because t- for me, like, Facebook Messenger is, like, a great way to contact my friends who don't have phones and, like, I have, I have family members in France and like back in the day we would buy those call cards and you have to dial four numbers and then you have to dial, you know, call your family in France or like Vietnam, China, whatever. But now like I, if I have, you know, family members, if I just have their Facebook, I could just call and it's free. It's like, it's just, it's a, a really good way to get in touch with people. So it just depends on how you time the situation because yeah, but it is exactly yeah. what you said. It depends what you use it for. Things I mean, are more streamlined, regardless of whether you talk about the pros or cons. It's, stuff is way more easier. Right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, like a lot of times, I remember girl. when I had to get on Facebook, I had to get on my computer, I had to log in, I had to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Now you got your little apps. You can log into your phone. You you put put your little passcode into your phone. Go straight to Facebook. Go straight to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. it's so. That's why I feel like it, it's it's just so much more in our face now. It's so much more obtainable to us. Easier you know? access. Yeah. To get to it. Yeah. And it was kind of like what um uh, Eric was saying. Um, now social media has a lot of social media has been in the uh in, in somebody's main form of communication like for Facebook Messenger you can call text the same thing with um Snapchat exactly all the things on a lot of apps now. and I never really understood the import the importance of social media until one day um, I got you know a friend request from one of my uncles in France I was like oh my god they have computers in France <laughs> <laughs> and so he added me and then um, I video called him and then I showed my uh, grandmother. My grandmother hasn't seen like my uncle in a long, in a in a very long time. So to to see her just light up and be like, oh, that's my baby. It it, it really takes it makes it very important because you don't know how technology has vastly improved over the past few years. However, it, as humans and as individuals, we need to decide what we're doing with that social media. And what we're doing with technology, with that power of the world in our hands, what are we going to do with it? Because you literally have the world in your hands. Yeah. I can get on Facebook and message somebody from half the way around For the world. Free. I don't even have to buy a $5 con card. Yeah. Nice. But, but you were just touching on uh, the reasons why it can be toxic. And before mm-hmm. the episode, T was kind of saying why she feel like it could be toxic sometimes. So, like, dealing with, you know, our it distracts us a lot. What did you mean by that? Like, a great example, because I actually, like, my final speech for my class was about social media, and I broke down and everything, because one thing, we are, I feel like a lot of, like, us as a society, we are distracted by social media. A great example is um, that small terrorist attack that happened in New York a while ago. That same day that it happened, that was the same day that Wendy Williams fainted, and that was the number one thing that was trending, and nobody was giving their attention to the situation that was happening in a whole other state. Another example, I don't know what state it was, but they were trying to pass a law for officers to search your home without a warrant. Same weekend that the VMAs was going down and the whole Taylor Swift drama was going down. Like a, lot, like, a lot of people didn't know about that. And it's just like, we tend to get distracted about the things that are entertaining to us and we forget that, you know, we have real life problems that could affect all of us. It may not be happening to you necessarily, 
But if you put forth that attention and try to fix it, then it could be changed, you know. But we're being distracted, you know, by people doing dumb things on social media and trends and challenges and things like that. So, yeah, that's what I really meant by that, just us kind of focusing on the things that aren't as important and isn't going to benefit us. And we can put that attention towards something that's going to help us as a country. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I think it's, and I agree 100%, but at, when, it, uh, when it comes down to it, I don't think we need to change social media. I think we need to change mindsets of individuals. Exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily social media. Just because like, like you said, yeah. it's a great platform, but even when, because like there's, How we use it. there's social media platforms like um, Vice, Now This, who actually, you know, devote their time to touching on social issues. Like Vice had a whole documentary about them, this thing that happened in Charlottesville a while back with the um, white uh, nationalists. And so there's a lot of people, including now this, who actually touch on social issues, who actually touch on political issues. But when you look at the views that they get compared to somebody like Boom Gang, it, 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 it doesn't even stand a chance because it's like people's mindset is to focus on what is dumb or what is not cool. People's main mindset is to focus on things like um, what's hot. What's but, hot. But that brings up the question. What do you guys use social media for? I use social media in two different ways. I use it to find out news and what's going on. But I also use it as almost kind of like a like a like when I'm stressed, I'll I'll go and escape, and I'll I'll look at funny videos like little dog videos and cat videos, and it's cute. It's very funny. But when it, when you break it down piece by piece, it you have to evaluate in that certain like moment what you're using it for yeah you know because uh i grew up in a very like small town full of um immigrants so with everything that's been happening with ice when i would go on social media it would be like hey if you're in the bay area ice is patrolling around in cars that to me was almost kind of sense of a security within the community it's like we're looking out for each other and it's almost kind of like a call for help so it's just like and same with like um, when our young black trans women are getting killed we're using that to as a platform to protect speak for them yes. to most to, definitely you to just speak for them to protect yes. them and young girls are being like abducted. abducted and we're we're putting up their pictures so it does have its pros but it also has its cons because that, that that's a huge pro though because like things like that um young black uh trans women who you know end up who are getting killed that stuff isn't even on the news, news so all. the only way for anybody to get even information about that is on social media so that is a great pro i, I really love that you brought that up and even and even in those instances it's a lot of times when when you're not from areas where, you know, what I'm saying, where immigration is a, a big thing, where things are like that aren't being portrayed on your social media. Even right now, where Instagram and Twitter, and I don't know about Facebook, but even now, you, the only thing that's pushed on your timeline is things that's being shared the most. It's things that's exactly. being pushed in your face. So it's not like it's not even like you have the, the liberty to go on Facebook and say, hey, this is only what I want to look at. 
You know what I'm saying? Like there's things that's literally being pushed in your face. Hey, look at this so, instead of this. So you, you know say that I, I would have to ask you guys, uh, including you, Andre, what is if, if that's the case, if, you know, perception, it's all about, you know, the masses and what's pushed in your face and what's uh, the propaganda that's constantly pushed in your face. What's the um, mindset of the masses? Do, do the masses use social media to gain knowledge or gain information? You don't even have to that <laughs> Because I said that because my thing about it is is that there are ways to look at the things that you need to know. The news, CNN, things are happening. There is there is a such thing as research, looking up things that you literally want to know. And I feel like if you wanted to know it, you would go and research it. See, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know they need to know that though, and that's that's even further uh, Please like solidified that. or you know just you know. Ingrained into you when you, you consistently view and treat social media as just not more than entertainment. You know what I'm saying? You you come up, and I feel like our environment and our our country, our culture, it really just teaches you that you learn in school. There is no need to learn anything outside of that. So you just take the idea that I only need to search for knowledge if I'm in a school, if I'm on a campus. Anything outside of that is just pure entertainment. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people frame social media and treat it as nothing more than entertainment. That's why I want a lot of stuff that's being pushed as negative. It's, it meets some pushback from people who are saying, hey, let's not do this. Let's not pay attention to this. Let's not absorb this into our culture. People just be like, hey, man, it's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? But yes. you don't understand that, you know, that can be used negatively against you. You know what I'm saying? It solidifies, it pushes uh, stigmas, you know, stereotypes, uh, ignorance. You know? I can't tell you how many times I've been told that I'm taking something too serious on Facebook. Yeah, that, don't let nobody tell you that because that's fucking bullshit. You know no, what I'm, saying? I'm not taking it too serious. That 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 fixes that fixates your whole mindset. Exactly. If you millions just, of people yeah. have seen that. You know yeah. What I'm yeah. Millions of young kids are coming up seeing that and only seeing that, and they're only coming up to see that that's cool. That's it's the same thing with rap music, bro. All yes. these kids are doing drugs. Everybody's getting addicted to this stuff because that's literally the only thing that's being pushed in their face. Anything else that's being pushed is being labeled lame. And there's being also a too generation much. gap, like a, from like. From the, uh, you know, our grandmas and grandparents on Facebook, you know, sharing pictures of their kids to the millennials who are trying to almost learn about the world and learning about adulthood to the young kids who are in middle school right now making a fool of themselves because they think it's cool. Exactly. Because what they've almost ingrained it in their brain that in order for me to be cool, in order for me to make an impact, in order for me to get attention, I have to do something that makes people, one, uncomfortable, two, makes them think, oh shit, what the hell are they doing? And three, they have to follow the trends. Exactly. Social media literally reinforces the herd mentality. Social media is nothing more than a group, mass group of people peer pressure and everybody else. Exactly. Hey, what you doing is lame, bro. I mean, you could have three or four or five people who are literally could give you a detailed explanation on around what you're doing is wrong. But if a hundred other people just say, Hey, that's lame, bro, you get peer pressure. Exactly. That's the only people that's getting hurt, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's more it's even more toxic because social media puts us in this smaller world so it can act, so it, it grasps more people by doing that. And it's it, and it kinda reminds me of the PewDiePie statement when when uh, when we were watching that Fabian House and how PewDiePie was saying that like he didn't like many of his um YouTuber um 
uh, what colleagues because of the fact of that a lot of them just pushed uh, success in their face. They pushed profit. They pushed. Uh, yeah, he was talking they, about Jake Paul. Uh, yeah, J- exactly. Jake Paul, Jeffrey Logan Star. Paul, exactly. Jeffrey Star. His his co- He was t- touching on that, saying that his colleagues just pushed all these riches in their fans' face. So now their fans feel like they're obligated to be cool. They got to get that stuff. They got to act that way. That's the only way they're going to be cool. It, it's kind of like what Eric said. Follow the truth. It's kind of sad because if you look at certain, you know, uh, famous Instagram models or famous YouTubers, it's it's not who they are. It's all an act. It's all a facade. Like, for example, um, Graveyard Girl, I don't know if you've heard of her, but she um, she had a huge following. She, she used to do a, a channel, and then she recently opened up how it literally ate her alive because that's not who she was. She had to be quirky and funny and kind of, she called her the swamp girl. So her hair was like dirty and she's like, you know, that that was her aesthetic, but that's not who she is. But she had to keep it on for so long. Same with Glozell. Glozell is a very beautiful person, but she would do very, very dumb stuff. The cinnamon challenge, the salt and ice challenge. And there's actually a video of her taking off that green lipstick. And she's like, I want to introduce y'all who I really am. What I did before was not who I am. That's what I thought I could be. Let me ask you this. Which one got more views? And I was just about to say. Was that the old blows out? Yeah, the old people, the old versions of them that would give people entertainment. And that was just, that just goes back to the whole boot game situation where at one point, you know, he was getting, you know, millions of views, whether it was from people disagreeing with what he was doing or agreeing with what he was doing. He get millions of views, millions of followings from people as far as, oh, this shit funny, you know, about his, you know, running into establishments establishments and being rambunctious but now that he's suffering with a lot of drug addiction and a lot of issues and he passes out on you know national you know around the world everybody was able to see that that video is still up for anybody that you know oh, wants Adam to too, see that it. No jumper, uh, yeah the way he literally passes out and falls into this man's arms you know why he, did he even get to the point of celebrityhood to where he can get interviewed mm-hmm. i don't know but that's what is now happening in his life and nobody checking for it. Yeah, I think in my opinion, the worst thing about social media is greed. It can, it, as we know, greed is one of envy, greed, envy, is, are two like the, uh, the, the deadly sins. So when you have people online making a fool of themselves, it's, it's very disheartening because other people are looking at that and other people are getting inspired to do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Because as an individual, you should know better. You should know better than to do those type of things. Yeah. And and I feel like it's more, like what you touched on is agreed is like, you know, a lot of times, uh, because you were talking about the herd thing and it it, kind of got me thinking about, you know, olden times like how you know the word uh famous even meant something different you know to become famous you had to you know be a cavalier you had to do something to become famous you know you you couldn't just i feel like a lot of times with social media and people who are uh, social media moguls they influence this idea of pursuit of profit instead of pursuit of art and purpose and purpose you know, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say the the you you make sense where you know to famous in the olden days you did good deeds or you did great works. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There were always entertainers since uh, the dawn of time. But how many gestures do you know that you can quote? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. How many bards that played in taverns across 
the entire world yes. to entertain people saying beautiful music. How many people you know that? You had to be like you had, there was a template or a, a, a standard for fame. Now, you know what I'm saying? Anybody can get it. Anybody can achieve it. And it's also because, I feel personally, it's because what social media pushes, just ignorance. So anybody can be dumb and ignorant, and you can get millions of followers, millions of views, but it, it just promotes the wrong thing. I mean, there's a positive and a negative side. I just, personally, I feel like social media exacerbates the worst and the best of us. Where, you know, in times of true struggle or evil, we will stand up and work together. But in the rest of the time, we just gonna bullshit. We just gonna do dumb shit. We because just wanna be entertained. Exactly. Because I can't, I you know, the things the the pros of social media has has shown itself to me many of times. Because being you know a Port Arthur native and somebody that was struck by Harvey the hurricane, you you know, I I remember the night where people were you know, hey, I'm flooded in my house. Can y'all send people to my home? There were people reaching out to each other on social media. Yeah, they're sending boats at this time. They're sending help at this time. You know what I'm saying? So the pros are, you know, are are great. You know, of social media, it's not. But just I feel a like it's only really shown in disaster. Dark. Yeah, because like the same thing happened in Baytown. Like literally, I've never seen like the Baytown community ever communicate like that before during Harvey. Mm-hmm. Literally, we were just all on Facebook. Like, is this like highway open? Like, what does this road look like? Literally, we were all coming it's together. Flooded over. Yeah. And it was a good feeling that we came together as a community, but like, why did a disaster have to happen? Have to happen. It had to happen, you know. But to add to what Andre said earlier, it's social media is a timeline, and for certain people, it brings the term to life 15 minutes of fame. And after your 15 minutes of fame is up, because they will be. They will be. Because that's the thing about pursuit of profit. When when you when 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 it's a pursuit of art or pursuit of purpose, like in the olden days, you you get etched in history automatically because you you fulfilled that template. But when you're pursuit of profit, like okay, I want to get money, I want to get this. It's temporary. You have to mm-hmm. know, know how to work around fickle people. Exactly. It's temporary. And that's that's true too, and it, it just exposes that we don't like you. We like, like the trends you promote. Yeah. We don't yeah. like you. We don't take it. We don't like you. Boom. Exactly. And you just you fill in a role, you know what I'm saying? Yes. We don't care about you. We just kind of care about what you're doing, and we will take anybody else doing it. If the minute that you get boring, bro, get the fuck out my yes, face. We want the bro. next person to doing it, man. There, you, there's a, a line of people who enjoy you because of who you are, what you stand for, and what you can produce, and just what you put in my face. You know what I'm yeah, saying? and some social media's, uh, some social media moguls will take it further once they have established that fan base and that audience. Uh, and they have that money, here comes in my favorite word, greed. Greed comes into play because what we don't know is that most um, social media moguls and icons actually buy their followers. Oh yeah, most oh, yeah. And half yeah. of that followers is fake. So what happens is, since they're so greedy and they want more, they'll buy followers. And what that does is it boosts up their um, uh, presentation and it gets them more attention once they've already done what they did. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, because I, I feel like that's the, the high school mentality. That dude yes. looks like he's popular, so I'm going to like him. You know exactly. what I'm saying? He, them followers could be fake or purchased, you know what I'm saying? But as long as it seems like he has them, I'm going to start taking what he's saying and what he's doing a bit more serious. You know what I'm saying? There could be, there's plenty of people who are talented who only have 100 followers. What point, at what point, where did we go wrong when people had to? 
purchase people to follow them. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, it's not even people. It's just like a number. Do you know how broke Martin Luther King would have had to be to do the million? No, but that's, you know why? You know why? Because social media started becoming a currency. Yeah. Social media is its own way of currency. Well, yeah. when we look at it, it, it it's just, it, like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can probably outsmart somebody on social media any day. But if they have fifty thousand followers, or not even fifty, if they have a million solid followers, then they they're a better person than me. Everybody gonna turn to them. Everybody gonna mess with them because they have more followers. But when we were talking, Eric, you kind of touched on something earlier about the age gap. You, you said that a lot of old people, you know, they get on, like, Facebook and stuff to communicate with people. Um, a lot of Generation Zers, uh, they like to do dumb shit, like Lil Pump or, you know, Smoke Perp. You know, just show off their chains and see how much weed they smoking or see how much Zannies they popping, you know. And it can turn out to backfire because Lil Peep, uh, rest in peace, rest in peace of soul, but he would be one of the people who would do that. And, 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 yeah. and just the, the, the saddest moments is that we've seen his death on social media. Mm-hmm. We've seen that man. His friend thought he was sleeping. Yeah. He was dead. Yeah. And again, with the generational gap, back in the day, social media and technology did not exist. To talk to someone, you had to write a letter, send a bird carrier, call them. But now, as we're adapting social media, it's almost becoming a name. It's almost yeah, becoming a name. Because I... I can look at my nephew, he is two years old, but he will be on an iPad. When I was two years old, I had crayons, Fisher-Price toys. Fisher-Price toys. I didn't have an iPad. I didn't know how to use an iPod, nevertheless an iPad. (laughs) I feel like that leads into the next topic, though. Uh, We're talking about kids. What age do you guys think you should uh, allow your child to be on social media? Um... I would only say I don't I don't want to sound like a stickler, but I would say 16 and 17 only because I want my children to understand that everything that they put on social media will follow them. And there's no such thing as deleting something because now all of our faves that we're canceling, how we cancel them? We screenshotted old things that they said that were shitty yeah. and now we're throwing it back in their face. Nothing's now, true ever, do we? You know what I'm saying? It's, you're, you're, it's not being deleted. Once you say it, you said what you said. And it's no taking it back. So I need them, my kids to be within the age to where they recognize that they're, they're, what they put out, basically their words, their beliefs, what they base their whole lives on, the things that they share, it's, it's, it's concrete once it hits social media. It's concrete once it hits the, the, the eyes of millions of people. And it's no turning back after that. And of course, you know, I don't, you know, the whole child predator thing and people oh, yeah. going through and trying to get at little kids that don't really understand what, you know, a good advance or, or a bad advance is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, you know, 12 year old, 13 year old girls feel as though if they get a message from somebody that's older than them, they're doing something cool. Like, oh, this grown man to hit me up and see. Because I can remember feeling the same way with my friends. You know, when we were adolescents, we were under the age of 18, and older men would try to make advancement at at us and advances at us. And we'd be like, oh, girl, he tried to hit me up and this, that, and the third, not even understanding that this man is a predator. And that kind of goes into my reason to where I kind of agree with you about my child being around 15, 16, 17. It's because what people don't understand is that, you know, every like you get, every exposure you get, that's dopamine. That's dopamine. You know, I feel like a lot of people 
<laughs> a lot of people, uh, when kids like 12, 13, they, they don't understand how much, they don't have the understand on how much their comment can affect someone. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times you, you see on these gamer platforms, if like a gamer mess up or something, they be like, bro, you effing suck, you should kill yourself and stuff like that. But they don't understand the, the volume of what they say. The gravity of the word. Exactly. It's like they don't understand how to, because they're kids. And they and even in when it comes to them individually, they don't understand how to take that. If somebody uh, doesn't like what they're doing, or if they like like if a kid only gets forty like compared to their you know popular friend who gets a hundred likes, you know that that's that that's tormenting them. Like, okay, what am I not doing? Why am I not getting these likes? And to me, and to me, these likes are like dopamine, like the do- same dopamine you get from tobacco. The same dopamine you get from weed. The same do- dopamine you get from marijuana. I feel like these likes are dopamine because it it, 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 it gives our kids this perceptions to where like these things, they hold so much importance. Yeah. I see now when my kid, when my kid's like 17, 18, they got, hopefully they'll have enough, you know, sense to realize that, you know, this doesn't hold that much importance. It does, but a 12 year old, a 13, a, fit, a 14 year old. That that's why these guys. That's why a makeup tutorial artist like you got you girls love makeup tutorials. But like I checked the demographic of their followers, and you know what it is? Thirteen to fourteen. Thirteen to fourteen. I love gamers, but you know who their demographic is? Thirteen to fourteen. So it, I feel like that's why I agree with you at that age because at such a young age, kids are just not uh, don't have the aptitude. Children to are that. valuable. Also, they don't get that. They it feeds their need to want more, yeah. and they don't know what they gotta do to get more. Mm-hmm. I also feel like because like as soon as social media started to blow up, I feel like we kind of learned a lot of things about life through social media mm-hmm. and like things about ourselves and life, and not you know going to our parents about those things. So I would like. Probably around the same age, like fifteen to seventeen, because I want I want to tell my kids this is life, this is happening. Instead of it, I want to teach my kids. I don't want social media so to teach my kids. That and see, because I, because I feel like you know I like I kind of lost some of that from my mom mm-hmm. because I went to social media to know these things, figure out these things when I can easily go to my like my mom. And she can tell me like what's for real, for real, not what's on my phone. I don't. Want so, do that. you feel um, these kids, the uh, Generation Zers, that's coming up, they're being raised by social media? Most oh, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I, that's all I see on my Instagram is just kids, yeah. like children. It's just like with better beat faces than me. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. what? What did like? Who, like yeah, no, what went yeah. wrong? Of things in, within this world, I want to teach my kids and not that because social media only shows you surface value things. They are not able to go as deep as an actual conversation with yeah. somebody will. And I, I feel like. Uh, I agree with uh, what y'all, you guys are saying. I also disagree to an extent. I feel like uh, the kind of what, the phenomenon that we're seeing right now is because a lot of these kids, and we're technically in the middle of it, they're being raised by parents who have no idea what really social media is. They don't understand the gravity, the impact of what it is because when they came up, it just didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? We're all exactly. stepping into foreign territory, yeah. unknown territory where we just really don't know how to tackle it. Or My mom just got a Facebook like just for yeah. business. You exactly. know what I'm saying? My daddy been on Facebook, but he doesn't know really the whole meme aspect and certain yeah. things. They're not really as hip to social media as, you know, if so, if I was to be, you know, two right now, or maybe even, not even, not necessarily two, but seven or eight right now, and my parents not hip to social media, I'm about to get on there and wild out. 
And um, I'm, for me, like, I'm not gonna be the strict parents, strict parent, because I understand how tolling it can be on your child. So I will give uh, my child the benefit the benefit of the doubt. However, naturally as a parent, I will be worried because I need my children to understand that they are beautiful and they don't need likes mm -hmm. to understand their inner value. See, and so, that's something that you need. I feel like I hear everything that you guys are saying. Y'all talking about this 16, 17 but as a parent, old, But you need to understand you, you're going to have to raise your child. It's yeah. the exact same thing with these people who talk about seeing LGBT people uh, being in prominent media or something mm -hmm. like that. Where I don't know what, how my kid's going to feel about this. What about the children? Why don't you teach your child? You know what I'm saying? Coming <laughs> up, we have the information now. We should teach our children the dangers and the pitfalls of social media. You don't have to hide them from it. Because I feel like that's going to do nothing but make them more rebellious, rambunctious. Yeah. They're going to do it behind your back. Yeah. You need to sit down and have a conversation with your children. Uh, and I feel like too many people don't do that. They let the world raise their child. That's why we're seeing what we're seeing. But, but naturally, we should be worried because like things like social media, for example, Snapchat, they have, you can literally find someone's location. Yeah, that's always kids about social media yeah. since it's we are technically yeah. the age of it it's, it's such a it's a prominent aspect of people's lives you know what yeah. i'm saying so it should be taught and i you know and i definitely agree with what y'all saying as far as you know raising your child and and not a, they will do it behind my back and things of that nature and i can't and i'm just saying that now but as i begin to raise my child and become a mother one day hopefully my child will get it as quick as they can as far as being you know you know as far as being an individual is concerned now they may not find themselves until later on in life but as far as being an individual and knowing that they don't have to do certain things for yeah. approval you know and i just because my parents even when we got on social media my daddy you know stayed on my page just to see what i would post just to see what i would say and if I was to post or do something that was out of line, you know, he wouldn't, you know, out me on social media, which is another bad thing about social media, parents disciplining their children on That's social like media. Public embarrassment. Yeah, You're embarrassing yeah. your child because yeah. that, that, that instills this sense of I can't trust you as a parent for me to make mistakes. So my dad would pull me to the side. He would tell me, hey, you know, that, that post was kind of out of line for your age. That, or that picture you posted was kind of out of line for your age. That goes exactly so, to what you were saying, where that shit, it lives forever. You post it on the internet, you beating your child, you discipline your child. People are always going to see that. that your, your kid is going to grow up in their 20s and their 30s, and that's still going to be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Do you want that on the internet? It's what you're saying. Like, I'm going to say some wild, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many of y'all follow chicks who post Insta models or some shit? You know what I'm saying? Chicks who post their butt, they text. Ah! <laughs> I firmly believe in the woman's choice to post whatever she wants and, uh, you know, inner beauty, outer beauty, whatever. But we men, Jalen, me and you know this, yeah. how many times you follow a chick on social media, but then you go on a porn website and them ads be chicks who you know not porn stars. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that personally where you could just post a picture on the internet and that's domain for the internet. It can be yes. taken and used, used against what you stand for. You know what I'm saying? You have to have some sense of common sense when you post. And that's not something that you just can expect the world to grow into. 
you as a person are going to have to teach your child that. And mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of things in our community and just instilled in how people teach kids where they'll just say, hey, don't do it because I said I don't do it. You know what I'm saying? I said this wrong, don't do it. You're going to have to sit down and explain to your child why it's wrong. And I, that ties back in for me that about why do they're what I say, Do as I say, not as I do whole mentality. It's just like, going to cause them to be rebellious. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to, if you're going to be a parent, have to have the ability to teach your children. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to tell them what's wrong, not just say it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? And you and that, That's a clear example. Just like what you were talking about, these young girls. Like, there needs to be an outlet or a venue or some type of platform to educate young women on the dangers of stuff like that. Because that's not cool. There's always going to be men out there who are, who desire to prey on young women. Or there's, women women in, there's actually, like, videos of, like, uh, guys who, like, set up, like, fake predator things. Like, where they text little girls and they let the parents know in advance what's happening. And it's like... Like the girls, they actually leave their home to go meet up with this person, and the parents are like pissed off. They are furious and they're confused at the same time. And it's just like, I get why you're upset, but you need to teach your children not to do this. They should already know not to meet up with some random stranger. Yeah. And it can't just be, don't do that. I said, don't, don't do, do that. that. You gotta it, tell them why. Exactly. Everything has and a purpose. And that's, that, that's one of the main things that, that, that separates the other millennials and the Generation Z's from you know the elder generations like the baby boomers or the generation x is because they always had this do as i told you know and sometimes it actually most of the times it was beneficial uh but a lot of times with millennials and generation z's we always want to know why okay this is bad why tell me why this bad tell me why i can't do this the my, my my favorite star doing it tell me why and it kind of goes back to what jay was saying and touching on uh when she was touching about individuality if we don't teach our kids about um, being, teach our kids about social media, we're stripping them from their own individuality. Because in that essence, we're we're giving them, uh, we're just giving them away to social media. And so now everybody do the same stuff on social media. I was just always taught that you always have to set up one thing to be an individual on social media. You always have to set yourself a boundary, a line. So, what I will not say, what will I not do? Where, what line will I not cross? Exactly. So that what, translates over into the internet. Whereas a lot of people who say they're good people in real life and do real life good deeds, then proceed to be the complete opposite of what they are, what they say they are on the internet. So uh, if if, if y'all say that, I gotta ask y'all this last question: Does social media affect our individual individuality, rather than be like perception or the behavior that we do? The psychology. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like social media connects us and at the same time divides us. Yes. Where, you know, we can come together in times of struggle or, you know, in disaster, but in the same sense, you know, we'll attack people who literally could have been your brother, who literally could have been your best friend, who could have been somebody you just bump shoulders with on the street. But because I seen it on the internet, that's not no human no more. That's not a person. This is just something for my entertainment. So I would yes. say every dog dirty thing in the world to this person even though that's a human being who has emotions feelings just like you do but because i see it on the internet that's not no real it's person it's not in my face it's in, I, I've, I've, I've learned how to become and i'm not speaking of myself but i've learned how to become insensitive to the things around me to the people around me because this person is all the way in california so i could tell her she got a fat ass nose it's not What's gonna, that yeah, yeah, Literally it's not gonna, yeah. Or just like the screen that you're talking to, it's not that person, so it's easier for you to say whatever you want to this person. Uh, because like, they're not gonna be there, they're not gonna pull up to your house, they're like yeah. in a whole other state, so of course it's easier for you to attack somebody mm -hmm. and comfort them 
because it's that barrier in front of you. And, and what people need to understand is that that's true. It is easier, but a lot of people can conflate easy with okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can do this, so because I can do it, it's all right for me. No. To do. Yeah. Yeah. But looking from the, the, the a, a different perspective, I've I've seen some people who are very real on social media, and it raises the question: When is that facade believable? When are we actually like? talking to this person because i've met some beautiful people online who, who have helped me through some of the d most darkest times of my life and if he sometimes people use uh twitter almost as a cry for help mm -hmm. you know so at that point what do we do as humans you know and um so what i mean for what I have to say, whoever is listening, if you ever have a problem and you want to talk to someone, please feel free to reach out to us because we will listen to your story. Oh, and please feel free to call um, call 1-800-273-8255 because someone will be there and they will want to talk to you. And I, that's why I believe it is very important for us to be true to ourselves, even if it's on social media. So again, the number is, if you're listening, 1-800-273-8255. Yeah, because you can never, you can't always assume that, you know, just because I have a great group of friends and I have a great village to rely on that everybody in this world does. Mm -hmm. So not all the time when somebody is reaching out, and because I'm on Twitter just as much as you, if I know it. You know, there are people that are will literally get on Twitter and was like, y'all, I've had a bad day and I don't know if I'm going to make it through. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what are we supposed to do for those people? You know, I, I'm not going to just say, stop, stop seeking attention, stop looking for something, stop. No, you know, these people obviously don't have anybody else to reach out to. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely 100% agree with that as individuals we do you know can reach out to each other and, and and help in certain ways that we can relate on different tactics that's how you know you build friends friendships through social media by by hardships and going through certain things that you've reached out to people for help on you know what i'm saying that's why i mean it's true i mean for all the negative that we're saying social media does allow you to find and create communities of like-minded individuals who feel and go through the exact same things that you go through. And that's a beautiful thing. And I just hope that people can take down that uh, that wall that they put up where they just feel like this ain't a real person. That's why I can go on the internet and be bullying them. That, that you know what I'm saying? Them, exactly, you know what I'm saying? They're, uh, they don't care. And I, that's, I, can't, I can't mess with that. You know, I can't relate to that. I don't understand how you can get on the internet and say some shit that you know you wouldn't say in person. And if you yeah. can't say that shit in person and you go on the internet and say it, I mean, you're not a good person. It's <laughs> no. not okay. You know what I'm saying? You're a coward. Which you hard. Exactly. You're a loser. Yeah, you're a loser. You are a loser, bro. You're a loser. But it has, it has shifted our, our perception in negative ways as well, you know, as far as, you know, our perception of success, our perception of beauty. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I, like, I'm, I believe that women do men do you do whatever you feel is necessary for your own happiness to your own body but when you get on social media and you see all your instagram faves with these new booties and these new lips and these new noses and you see them with these chains and these cars and you don't see everything it took to equip all of that 
it almost is like, okay, I got to get the quick fix like they did. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a line between, you know, expressing yourself and doing something strictly for profit. And that profit could either be more Instagram followers, more Twitter followers, or money. You know what I'm saying? There's a, like if if you know like Kylie Jenner, you know we we know why she got those surgeries. So we know why she got the lip fillers. Like you know, we, it's not because you know, oh well, you know that's a choice that I wanted to make by myself. And like you know, I was because this is literally, literally how they talk. And uh, you're like, yeah, and. I didn't want to, I, it's not I did it for anybody else. I did it for me because I was insecure about my lips. Okay, why were you insecure about your lips? Because we all made you feel bad about it. I we mean, all made you feel responsibility. Yeah, yes. Yes. definitely. Like, I, I, I hate loser ass, hotel dudes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You, you find in your natural beauty, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're beautiful how you are. But, but you can go around and be like, man, I like my chick. Yeah, they like They don't say nothing about the men who go out on the internet and slander women for their natural state. They don't go out there and say anything to stop that. But once a woman who has been affected by already, it's too late. They they fixate all that frustration on that woman. But you don't attack the machine behind that that's creating and churning this shit. Exactly. I'm saying that you're a hypocrite. I just I don't understand how you can't take that serious. You know. we different. And one of the, one of the things I like, I hate about that is like man, if we're talking about body shaming, it's like a lot of these dudes, you know, outside of hotels, a lot of these dudes they'll you know criticize the girl's figure, but they'll be four hundred pounds with a, a gut, a lean belly, a gut mm-hmm. belly for our beer gut, and I'm like, bro, like if we have the same template or the same rubric to that you judge that girl, Maybe not. like you are a loser, bro, by that same rubric because you not fit, you not working out you don't got the biggest muscles like you you're not over here looking like john cena so <laughs> so like if, feel entitled to judge yeah exactly so i feel like a lot of times i'm glad you touched on that because that's very true like we can say a lot of times about you know social media and um how uh the how it kind of hurts the impact or the um are the inf- how it influences our um young girls but a lot of times you know we have to look back into where how does that influence our girls because a lot of us men feel like our girls have to be perfect they can't because the only reason why Kylie Jenner felt like that because she's seen her sister and how she got her fame and we can't sidestep like we all collected I don't want to say we all I didn't well yes I mean no we all we all take some form of responsibility we all collectively bullied her for her thin lips you know what I'm saying her flat butt and her uns flattering yeah, features. Yeah, you like know, quotation mark. Let me put quotation mark. Y'all can't see me doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't bully these women who represent what you dislike when we all uh, collectively contributed to the bullying of her for that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's, and, it's, it's, like, and the hardest part is to, to focus on in that is that Kylie Jenner was like 17 she when she got really 17 yes. when yes. she talked about that and keeping up with We girls. always talk about our ugly stages. Like, I was not cute at I, 17. I was the same age as her when she said that. So it just made me feel like, wow. Like, like it's like it's not only affecting women at a faster rate, but at a younger rate. And that's you know what I'm like, saying? Like, I don't want my 16-year-old daughter to ever come to me and be like, uh, Mommy, how can I get my nose smaller? People talking about my nose online. How can I bleach my skin? Because my skin is a little too dark for people to think that I'm cute. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So I don't ever want that to be an issue. So it's just that as well, as far as, you know, when you when you think of those things and aspects, and even young men, you know, as far as, you know, the, the, the chains and the, the fast cars, as, as far as a man, you know, success is a, is a big part of a man. It takes up a big pride aspect in a man. So if I look at another man on 
on Instagram and he's 16 and I'm 23 and this nigga got four cars and I'm, I'm pushing my one little whip from A to B. Hopefully, you know, that shit fucks with me. You know what I'm saying? This little nigga not doing nothing for this. Nothing. I'm trying to so I'm trying to survive out here, man. Right. You know that is, that is true. That's that the duality of it. Yes. You know, women are consistently pushed to be beautiful, and men are consistently pushed to be successful. Be we rich. Do not educate our children or the young people or just people in general on the steps to get to this aspect that you want to be. We just want everybody to already be there. And exactly. if you're not there, you're, you're failing. You're, you're lazy. Exactly, and you cannot deny the link that has to mental mental health problems into depression into yes. you know yes. people being down in the dumps upset you know feeling suicidal because society and you cannot argue this this is society so social media the internet is now integral into life now there is no detachment yes. there is no separating exactly. you have to have the internet pretty much to survive in today's world and being on the internet a byproduct of that is consistently being on social media so you cannot uh, underestimate, you know what I'm saying, undermine the importance of this. It is important. So before we start down uh, detracting or, you know, taking away from it, saying it's just the internet, you know what I'm saying, it's, this is important. You know, we need to treat this seriously instead of just sidestepping it, pushing it to the side because that's when things get worse and worse. It was the same thing, let's say, when we talked about the LGBT community and the AIDS epidemic. You know what I'm saying? We put that into the dark aspect of our country and then AIDS exploded. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't only until 10, 15 years ago when AIDS stopped being a, a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? But there was decades, not centuries, excuse me, but decades, years upon years, when we just didn't want to pay attention to it because it wasn't that serious. You know what I'm saying? You have to treat these problems seriously when they arise instead of just saying, oh, it's not that serious because then it's going to come back to bite you 50 years from now. You know what I'm saying? And we're seeing that right now. I mean, it, it may not be going as slow as what I just talked about, but uh, we were just saying this earlier where uh, technology has advanced incredibly quickly now. I mean, just in the past hundred years, we have grown as a civilization more than the past thousand years we've existed on this planet you yes. know what i'm saying things are consistently rapidly growing and growing and growing hey. it's know like two years in uh, the 19th the uh, early 19th century is like like uh, two months <laughs> in, exactly. 2018. in terms of progression and yes. stuff like that you, you have to tackle these things instead of undermining you're just we're just gonna repeat history in different facets and different avenues and different ways it's the exact same core problem we have as human beings they're just transplanted into different problems but it's the same core situation, it's the same core flaw, it's just being manifested in a different way. And I feel like social media is the current problem right now. Exactly, and I feel like our that, perception, our perception, like we didn't have a training course in the social media. We didn't, we weren't prepared for it. It just came to us, and we were, nobody taught us how to, you know, um, deal with it. Nobody taught us how to deal with not getting as much likes as someone. No, nobody taught us how to deal with social media moguls. These are all things that we have to adapt uh, over time. And I love that you made that um, comparison about saying how like how olden times are back in the day. You know, it, like this is the most progressive we've ever been. Uh, the, even um, the um, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the um, projection of how fast we move is just so much different from our elders, or from our gener from our older generation. Because look at it. In 1901, the first car was made. Well, the first Ford car was made. You know, and <laughs> we in 2000, nobody in, in the year 2000, nobody ever thought we would make an electrical car called the Tesla. Yeah. And we're only 18 years from 2000. Exactly. So for you to make that uh, comparison is very accurate. But uh, to wrap things up, uh, just 
I just want your final remarks. What do you think we have to do as millennials and as Generation Zers to avoid the uh, pit hole, the uh, potholes and the traps of social media? Like how to not get depressed by somebody else's success, not to you know have greed and jealousy, like Eric was saying. Those those deadly sins enter our life. What do we have to do to avoid things like that? remember that you have a life outside of your phone and what's on social media like just like likes won't benefit anything you know in reality yes. so just remember that you have life like don't go to social media to to you know be happy you can find that happiness you can find those things that you're looking for outside of social media so just remind just remember that you have a life outside of those things yeah. That's all I have to say. I, I think, oh. Yeah, and if whatever you put on social media, if it was to, if you're, if everything else was to strip and everybody was to leave this earth right now, and you were left with the things that you had on social media, what would those things say about you? Remember, everything's received. Everything's received. And there's no difference between what you said on the internet and what you said in real life. Did you still said it? It's something that you. Audibly, well, I don't want to say audibly, but you thought physically as a person, and you decided to put this out into the world. It's not okay just because you said it on the internet. If I walk up to somebody's mama and say the F word, it's not different because I said it on the internet. I still told a human being, F you, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Type of stuff. Yeah, ain't no different, bro. It's still evil, regardless. And like T said, I mean, there's a life outside of the internet. You know, there's, there's a life outside of social media. You can't. Uh, base your whole happiness and your whole standard of who you should be as a person off what's on the internet, you know what I'm saying? Because you're still a human being, you know what I'm saying? You can detract from that, you can just turn it off and leave. It's ex extremely important, it's extremely useful, it's extremely integral to our society, but it is not mandatory. Exactly, it's not, not mandatory. It is not. Social media is extremely useful, extremely integral, extremely important, but it's, but not, it's not mandatory. I like that. Uh, that should be on a shirt. For me, for me, it sounds really cliche, but it's love and understanding. Spread love, give love. And you have to understand other people, and you have to take an insight of what other people are going through, and not just what they post on social media. Exactly. And I'm going to say this word again, understanding. Not under, understanding other people, but understanding yourself. And realizing that it's two-dimensional, it's a screen. It's literally a screen. Put down your screen, what are you there? What are you then? <laughs> what are you then? Yes. Put down your screen. If, if you delete all your social media right now and you stop taking pictures, <laughs> what, are, you what are your achievements? What have you done to help other people? What, yeah, what have you gained? What, what have you, you done outside of retweets and reach and shares and all of that? Every post. That is true. I, I, I love How you track this look deep. So love and understand. That's it. That's true too. I mean, at, at the end of the day, bro, be who you want other people to be to you. You know, don't pretend like, you know, because it's on the internet, it's okay to be an asshole. Be who you needed when you were younger. The world don't suck. We all just making it suck. We can all stop. <laughs> we, yeah, I love we, how we all coming up with great finishing quotes, yeah, right? Yeah. For this podcast. Merchandise idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, Andre, did you have anything else? Nah. But man, I, I love that. Definitely, you know, what you saying, social media is not mandatory. And what you just said was so powerful. You know, what if you deleted your social medias today? You deleted Instagram, you deleted Facebook, 
you deleted Twitter, you deleted Snapchat, what would you be today without those things? I would like to leave that question for them. And if anybody want to answer that, that'll be all. Remember to follow us on East Squared the Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes, and Facebook. We fixed the little thing that had. Oh, oh, yeah. That thing. It is E2 now. Oh, yeah. But remember, you could, guys can contact on those. And even if it's not to be on the episode, and if it's not episode uh, suggestions, and you just want, you know, a form of therapy, if you need a family to reach out to, please do. You know, we will respond to you as fast as we can. We love you guys, and we thank you guys for all the support. If there's anything else, would you guys like to say? I would say somebody else signed us out, but I haven't signed us out in a while, so I'm going to just say it. E2, we are mother effing out.